Mike, are you fucking typing a novel right now? What are you doing? Huh? What, I've what already done typing. typing. Relax. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm asking, what, what, what were you typing? It sounded like you were fucking had to get a news story in before the deadline. It, that's what it sounds like when you type literally a sentence. I'm in a chat room, and also I have my text being routed to my computer, so I'm responding to both things. You're such a such a popular guy, Mike. Yeah, I am. All right. Well, I guess we'll just we'll start this off with a quick intro and then, and get things going here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Eh. That's it? That's it. What do you need, like a cinnamon bun or something? Do you want me to get you something Uber Eats over there? No, I'm good. I just ate some of my cookies from like Friday. What were what were the cookies this week? Uh, hold on, because like I ended up going to the website after to like actually see what they were. I, I got them birthday, birthday cake. cake. One of them was birthday cake. Fact. Uh, the other one was the other two were rather, uh, salted caramel Oreo fatty and peanut butter M M&M and M fatty. Do you fuck with peanut butter like that? I thought you didn't. I don't like peanut. I don't like peanuts. Peanut butter is fine. Oh, okay. So you're 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 just you don't want the the. I don't want the nuts. The I don't hard. do I don't if do the, chunky if, peanut butter either. I get you. Do you, and you don't do pulpy orange juice either. Nope. All right, this is a trend. He does like he does like peanut butter. Well, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? It's fucking. It, it goes on smooth. That's right. <laughs> that that's the that's the trend with Mike. As long as it goes on smooth, we're good to go. Goes on smooth. And also. Joining us tonight is the Disney Daddy, Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing tonight? I am still alive. <laughs> I have, I have, I have successfully tested negative one time. Yay! That's fantastic. Had, did what, did you have to do the which test the the nasal swab or something? Oh different? yeah, I got, I got I got my brain swabbed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I hopefully don't want to have to deal with that. But is that still the test that they're using at your hospital, or is it they're using something different at this point? Oh uh, no, they're still using that one. I mean, it's it they're getting them back way faster than they were at the beginning. So, well, that's good. Um, I mean, you're 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 out on the front lines of this stuff. What what, what what's it like on your end of things? I mean, it's definitely picking up. The last week was insane, and I guess this weekend I've heard is was pretty crazy so i suggest that everyone stay home and let's get this over with yeah i i agree with you i hope i hope sooner than later but i have a feeling we're going to be dealing with this for a majority of the year if not the whole year in some way um it's yeah it's likely that we will have some sort of this hanging with us for a while yeah because even if they, I mean, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, uh, and I'm pretty sure I got like D's in those classes in high school. But throw some D's on them. <laughs> I would imagine that even if they were to create a vaccine, let's say, I don't know, in the next month, it would still not be something safe to to take, right? Because they have to go through clinical testing first. Uh, there is already a few going through clinical testing. I would say the most difficult part would be like actually making production to vaccinate you know 
however many people we'd need to vaccinate. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. I don't know. Shit's shit's going down. I'm not I'm not super happy with what's going on. It's fucking it, I I mean I know we've brought this up in the last few episodes, but it is still kind of fucking bonkers to me that PAX East still happened and we all went to it. We all went to it and still as far as I know, we all came out okay. It, it it's insane. Cuz I feel like if and again, I think we already said this, but I feel like if someone did get it that was there, they probably would have like when when someone comes in, don't they try to figure out where they were or what they were doing and try to figure out if they can get back to an area where they can tell people we, that they should we, also self-quarantine? We probably would have found out if somebody had been at PAX and tested positive. Yeah, because yeah. I, I would have imagined it would have infected a lot of people, even if you know some of those people were asymptomatic. Um. Yeah, I mean, it depends on when they got it. The the other crazy thing is that same weekend was the Biogen thing in Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was the weekend before, I think, wasn't it? Because weren't we finding out about the Biogen thing while we were at PAX? No, oh, I think we... Right. Was it I feel like we... Now I, now I don't remember, but I remember it being, like, very close in proximity. Yeah. If, it, if it wasn't the same weekend, then it might have been the weekend before. It's just that... I, I want to say it was ending the weekend like it was the weekend before because i feel like we were finding out about it while we were at pact yeah yeah Yeah, maybe i don't know it was funny i saw a video i think we all probably saw the same video like kirk scott's video for like pax east and like hey these are the games that we liked and people in the comments were all like you guys had went to convention when we're on lockdown blah 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 Like, oh, they guys, thought it was like a like they, a current thing. They thought it was a current thing. Like, guys, it happened at the end of February before any state did anything about this. To be fair, Sony was Sony, correctly yes. ahead of the game. Sony, Sony, I you can say were smart to not show up. Someone else big pulled out. Someone else that had a bigger booth. I don't know. It might not have been a developer or publisher, but it's, maybe it was Facebook, or I might be thinking of I, something. Different, I actually. think. Uh, was Mixer there? I feel like it was like a streaming thing that didn't show up. Uh, Twitch was not there. I don't know if they were. I don't think to Twi- be there. I don't think Twitch was there last year either. Um, like Twitch. I now I can't remember if Mixer was there. They may not have been actually. I think it was like yeah, another like. It was a big booth, but I think it wasn't a developer. I think it might have been like something along those lines, like Mixer or Facebook Gaming or something. I I, th- I want to say it was Facebook Gaming. Because Discord was still there, and I don't think Twitch was supposed to have a booth. So, I don't know. It is fucking crazy that this is probably the only gaming convention that's going to happen this year. San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con just got canceled. I'm surprised it took them so long to cancel it. I mean, I know I, it's a big hit for the city, but... I would imagine it's a, like a, a insurance thing. Yeah, when... Is it August? No, I think it's, it's July. summer, yeah. July. Well, I guess August is the summer still, but... Yeah, I thought it was late summer, but... I think it's, uh, a like, a an insurance thing where, like, they couldn't cancel it without... Having to deal... Yeah, and I guess there's a lot of paper trail. Like, they had, to, they had to, like, prove, like, hey, listen, this is out of our control. Like, legally, we cannot hold the convention so they can get out of a bunch of contracts. 
that that makes sense, I guess. Uh, I, I was reading something brief on it when because they, they canceled it like the other day, like re- this week they canceled it. Uh, yeah. But it's like in the 50 years that they've been doing it, they've never canceled it for any reason. Not, not that I would imagine there would ever be a bigger, big enough thing to make them cancel that. They probably just, if anything, change the date or something. But yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the next gaming convention isn't PAX East next year. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, isn't there a PAX in January usually? Uh, PAX South. PAX South. Well, so Unplugged is usually in like November, December. So I okay. I still don't think no, they'll no, be no. out of the weeds then. Yeah. Um, And then Gamescom is also in the late summer. That'll probably get canceled. I would imagine Tokyo Game Show, which is in like September, will get canceled. Uh, PAX West, which is also in September, most likely going to get canceled. Did, did Gamescom not already get canceled? Uh, so... <sighs> I haven't looked up any recent updates, but I'm pretty sure they said something along the lines of Gamescom will exist in some way. So even if it gets canceled, which it probably will, they'll they'll do like some sort of online event somehow. I don't know. There They're... will be no in-person Gamescom is what they apparently are saying. Oh, OK. I don't know that they already said that. Yeah. Last we, are working, I read about it. we are working at full speed on a digital Gamescom. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that we'll probably still get the video game awards just without the live aspect. I'm sure yeah. they'll try to put something together for that in December. Um, and I would imagine that like most of the developers that planned on doing something for or at E3 will probably try to do some sort of digital thing around E3. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think the I think the foundation for I mean, Nintendo's been doing it the whole time, so I yeah. mean, I think there's a foundation for a present, like a digital presentation. Yeah, yeah. At, at the bare, at the bare minimum, I wonder if there's a way for them to do some sort of thing where it's like, oh, okay, like the games that we were gonna play at, we're gonna have playable at E3 that aren't out yet. Maybe they can get some sort of demo version finished to like push out to eShops. And like for that week or something, you could play the demo or something. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be as widespread as we'd hope, but yeah, I could see a few. Uh, they might send it like that route. Yeah, they might send out like a few to you know press like here's here's a code to try this demo, and then maybe a very oh, I limited. Think, I think the press thing will will most likely happen, but I'm saying in ge- I, I think that for certain things, I'm not saying like everything, but I'm thinking for certain things they might be able to put something together that they could put on the eShop on, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch. Yeah. For just anyone to download for a limited, you know, whatever, a limited window. They can have it set to expire or whatever so that you can't keep playing it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But before we keep moving along here, I kind of want to know what you guys have been playing. I know uh, Mike you finished Persona 5 and you were starting a second playthrough. Is that still <laughs> what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I'm on the fourth palace. So at this point, you're just committed then. You're going to finish a second playthrough, I would imagine. Well, uh, I mean, I probably have to at this point, but at the very least, I'm gunning for that one romance. Actually, no, I'm actually gunning to see how many people I can date at once. But I definitely want to make sure that at least my top three get to like romance level. So now you're just out there throwing Joker's dong around. You're just trying to get everyone. Well, 
Yes. However, at this point, I've already gone to the relationship with the person I got a relationship with my first playthrough. I feel like I didn't say those words in the correct order. No, that was very scrambled. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, whoever I ended up... Persona 5 scramble. Whoever I ended up in a relationship with at the end of my first playthrough, I'm already in a relationship now in my second. Interesting. Is there... I I just level up faster. If it's a spoiler, like, because I know Persona does certain things. If it's a spoiler, obviously don't answer the question, but... Mm -hmm. Is there a cutoff time to where, like, you can't romance more? Um, I, I don't think so. I think I'm going to say yes in the sense that I know I was doing things in the game. And, like, the game was giving me dates. Like, oh, you know, you can do this, you know, this week. Or, like, they gave me a future date. I'm like, all right, I got time to do this. But I didn't actually have that time. I think you'll... I don't think you'll run into that issue personally, but there is like a point I didn't realize where like I wouldn't have the chance to ever kind of complete certain tasks. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still only what I'm, what did I just finish? Is Madarame the second palace? Yes. So, I mean, I'm just starting the third palace. I don't even, I haven't even met all of the characters yet. So, I mean, I know them just from being awake with my eyes open and like nerd culture but i don't like know anything about these other characters um so like i don't even know where my brain's at when it comes to any of those characters okay i mean at this point i feel well let's see i can tell you who i ended up in a relationship with yeah do that the the doctor the doctor mike (laughs) wrong doctor not talking to Dom anymore. Uh, Takami. Oh, Which Takami, doctor? Yeah. Which doctor? Dom, uh, shut up. The seventh, the seventh doctor. I'm already done talking to Dom. Um, okay. And that's, but that's not who you wanted to be in a romance with. Right. Interesting. Okay. I think she, I, I mean, at least just judging by my playthrough, it seems like she might be the Maybe not the easiest, but the one you can start romancing the soonest. Uh, that might be true. Only because during my second playthrough, I feel like An wasn't giving me the chance to actually talk to her up until I forget. Like, I know during uh, the first palace, I tried talking to her and she's like, I'm too busy thinking about this palace thing. So like she wouldn't hang out with me at all. And I don't remember if you meet any other woman that early on in the game. She was lying. She wasn't thinking about some other palace thing. She was just like, I'm not interested in you. Get the fuck away from me. Uh, to be fair, though, I've never done any extracurriculars with Lady On. I just I don't have an interest. I do I, hang out with Ryuji from time to time, though, because I want just to like have him be better in battle, because I think he's kind of garbage at the beginning. Oh, I... I'm almost maxed out him now, so you can't date him though, right? You but can't you can date just, him if if your confidant level is higher with him. Like you get if you're using Arcana that share his thing, they're stronger. They, right? They're stronger, and then there are certain perks that you get, you know, as you level up. Like I, um, for instance, there's a perk you get with Ryuji where if you successfully ambush somebody, you might automatically just win that battle. Oh fuck. So, like, 
and I got that late in the game the first playthrough. So like I was at a point where I was going through mementos and I would, you know, ambush somebody and like the game would just be like, you already have this mask or it would say like, I captured the mask. And I was like, what's going on here? And it's because I had that perk that oh, I hit so somebody. With his, so with his perk, if you ambush and you don't have the persona, it just gives you the persona? Yes. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm going to start hanging out with Ryuji a lot more. And there's like other perks. Um, I was actually just reading it now because I was trying to figure out how to get this confidant again. Um, that's like a really good perk to have. And I don't think if you're on the third, then you can't start this confidant yet. But so really I haven't have. even I haven't even I finished the second I finished Matarame with like at least a week left. So I still haven't even triggered the end the of Matarame because oh, okay. I'm still just utilizing my time to try to uh do the most i can with it for everything like reading books or whatever the other stuff you can do yeah um and pretty much anyone that asked me to do something specific i'm like yeah sure whatever i'll waste this day to do that like ryuji's like let's go to the movies and watch the dark knight i'm like all right cool or whatever yeah. they call it is it like the bread the bread it was night like the, or something yeah it was i or the cake night i think it's called the cake night yeah that might be cake night um and at this point, I'm maxed out on all of my stats besides Guts. Guts, I'm still at a four. I think one of the things you can do for Guts is if you go to the diner and drink black coffee, I think it gives you more Guts for some reason, because I did that the other day, and it gave yeah. me Guts. So oh, you, you know the do... other thing you can do is if you climb the Mega Crag? The, the Aggro Crag? You get, yeah, the Aggro Crag. You get the Global Guts. <laughs> do, do, do you have... He is not incorrect, though. Dom does have it. Uh, you can also a, go to Big has Bang. has a maxed out uh, confidant level with... Uh, uh, Michael O'Malley? Uh, Michael O'Malley. I was going to say Martin O'Malley. Uh, what is... What? what Mo? Is Mo the... Yeah. yeah. Tell me about the Agro Craig Mo. Uh, I do miss Guts. Uh, yeah, if you go to the Big Bang Burger, if you do the challenge, you also get Guts for that, too. Go to Tasty Burger and fail the challenge? You could do that again in real life. That oh, was fun. I'm all set. That was, I don't even think that Tasty Burger has the challenge anymore. I think they were sick of fucking dumbasses like me coming there and ordering that and not doing anything else. I don't blame them. Um, so I, I would assume you're not playing anything else. You're pretty much just rolling through that. Uh, pretty much. I bought... I bought... Uh, Animal Crossing? Yeah, I did. And it's great. I get to play as, you know characters from animal crossing or persona 4 or uh w i mean rwby or some other things anyway I'm, i don't I know getting, what you're trying to say <laughs> i bought blaze blue oh cross. cross tag battle yeah yeah i mean it's like four bucks on the switch right now yeah. it's a it's a steal i'm not really playing it i think i started a, a thing in it but i didn't get very far yeah i mean it's fun it's fun to dig around it's it, Joe doesn't like it from like a a pure fighting game standpoint, and I understand why he doesn't like it because like uh, the Blaze Blue characters and is are Guilty Gear characters in it too? They must be. I think so. So those two characters, like pools of characters, they control a certain way and have specific like inputs and in in moves. But the control scheme of cross tag battle is it like changes some of their moves. So he like as a in that regard, I understand why, like, he's not a big fan of it, so. Mm -hmm. 
What about you, Dom? I know you have been playing Breath of the Wild. I don't know if that's been all you've been playing or. Uh, yeah, that's about all I've been playing. I downloaded um, Tropical Freeze too, but I have not even cracked into that at all. I th- I think you're gonna enjoy it. I th- I want to say that me and you beat like the first I like level like the first like world or whatever together on the Wii U. Yeah, I, I do. I do remember hopping around as uh, Frankie. Yeah. Um. But Breath of the Wild, I know when we originally talked earlier in the week, or maybe last week, I can't remember, you said that you it wasn't really clicking with you. Has that changed? I, I don't know. I still don't feel like I'm in it like I would be a any other Zelda game. I don't know. For reference, what's your know. favorite Zelda? Uh, Majora? Majora's Mask. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's just that, like... I hate the fact that you can be like in the middle of a battle and have your sword break and then you literally have to stop what you're doing and like switch weapons or uh, I don't know, stuff like that. I mean, as you get further, you'll get stuff that's a lot stronger. Stuff still breaks, yeah. but I mean, that that'll become a little less tedious. I, I can understand yeah. not liking that because I know a lot of people did not like that. Um, I didn't hate it only because... I feel like it made me use other weapons that I normally would never have used in Zelda. Not that Zelda usually has that many types of weapons. Yeah, you're not Uh, normally hitting people with tree branches, but... Yeah. But, uh... Have you... I'm assuming you haven't gone to any of the Guardians yet. No. Um... When you left the Great Plateau, did you... Do you know which direction you went first? Like, where, where, what part of the map you're in right now? I am, I am literally in Kakariko Village right now, but okay. I have already done a different portion. I just came back here. Okay. Yeah, I, I know when Todd, when the game first came out, and me and Todd were first playing it, like literally everything we were doing was not what the other person was doing because the the oh, game really? is completely open, so like you can, yeah. Other than, like, main missions, which there aren't, like, they don't, they don't make you do the main missions right away. Like, they don't make you do anything, really. They kind of just say, like, here are, like, here's your next, like, I don't know, main thing you need to accomplish. But yeah. in the meantime, you can do literally whatever the fuck you want. Um, so, yeah, we are, our playthroughs of that game were completely different. Todd also still has not finished the game. And I imagine that, so I imagine that this game is probably set up so that like I could leave right now and try to go beat the game and, and obviously struggle immensely, but like it, it seemed like at the beginning they were, they were hinting that you could try to beat the game right now and you would like not be able to do it. So, and that's kind of what I like about the game is that like, there's no, like literally no barriers, like anything yeah. you can climb, anything you, you can go anywhere, but I mean, you can go to, Hyrule Castle and try to beat Ganon. The trouble that I had going through Hyrule Castle as high-leveled and, like, powered up as I was when I beat the game, I couldn't even imagine going there, <laughs> like, at the beginning of the game. You would yeah. just, like, anything that touched you would kill you. I, but I, there are people that do, like, speedrun the game and just go right to Ganon. Ganon. Yeah. Um, I, there's no, not a fucking chance. There is uh, a really cool... Um, what, what what are the are they called trials? What what are the things called? The temple, the shrines? Are they called called shrines? Shrines, yeah. There's a 
very unique shrine. I think it's on like the bottom right hand of the map. Whether you finish the game or not, or at no point, like, don't rush to get there. But like, make sure you do that shrine. It's an island. It's its own little separate island off the coast. It was like such a it's cool. Not the fucking... DLC. No, it's not the DLC. Okay. I forget what it's called. Um, but it's it was like one of the most unique ch- trials in the game, and I just stumbled acro- across it because I never did all the shrines. The shrines are there's like 600 shrines. Um. I wanted to go back after I beat the game and try to find all the Kakariko seeds or whatever the the little fucking poop nuggets. Have you started finding those? Uh, I don't think so. The you know the little leaf face guys from Wind Waker? Yes, 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 yes. Yep. When you find them, they give you something. I forget what it's called. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't encountered any of them yet. There, there's also like 600 of those in the game. Okay. Uh, there's upgrades that you can get at some point with that stuff that are beneficial, but I won't say what the final thing is if you collect them all, but the final thing is not worth it. So unless you just want to be a completionist, I wouldn't recommend going balls to the wall to get what the final thing is because it's it's literally pointless. Um, I mean, we'll see where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, I I hope it sticks for you because I mean, for me, my prior to Breath of the Wild because it's my favorite Zelda game now. I was uh, gonna say, is this your favorite now? Is my favorite now. I prior to that, it was probably Wind Waker and A Link to the Past. I still love both of those games, and I still like. I don't know. I I think it's kind of the same way with Mario games. I feel like you should not compare the 3D ones to the 2D ones. Yeah. Um. Because Link to the Past, I think, is a ma- is like a, also a map. I mean, I think Link to the Past is a masterpiece. I think Ocarina is a masterpiece. I think these games are all still amazing. But Breath of the Wild like fucking blew me away in regards to like how I look at 3D open world adventures, which is I think part of the reason why games like The Witcher I can't get into because I tried to play The Witcher after Breath of the Wild, and I think I think it broke certain games for me where I'm just like, I, I, it's not. There's just aspects about it that don't click with me after playing Breath of the Wild. I don't think I'm a majority here. I think there are other people that share that sentiment, but I I think it's just a unique situation, unfortunately. I mean, I will say that this is very much different than any other Zelda game. Oh, they they like they completely change the formula of what Zelda is, which is like for again why some people aren't fans of it because they took out things that were like part of the Zelda formula to make a new Zelda. Um, Like some people's big gripe is there's no dungeons because the, the guardians, when you go to the guardians, those in Hyrule castle, those kind of function as dungeons, but they're not like the dungeons that you would expect from, you know, Majora or Ocarina of time. Yeah. Okay. They're not like puzzles. There are puzzles. Um, The shrines, not so much. The shrines are like bite size. Um, but there are puzzles in the guardians things. It's just like the guardian, I think they're called guardian temples. The guardian temples are much shorter than what a normal, like big boss dungeon would be in previous Zelda games, which I, I'm still fine with because, uh, for me, at least thing back to playing Zelda breath of the wild, like the times that I had to spend besides the shrines, cause they were so quick. When I had to spend time inside the Guardian temples, I was like, this game 
is much better when I am out climbing mountains and jumping off things and flying around and doing literally anything else than this okay. guardian temple. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for you to dig in. I'm, I hope it clicks at some point. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, once... I'm not I'm not gonna drop it, but it it definitely didn't feel like. I I would say it still hasn't felt like I need to get back to it. Whereas yeah. I feel like every other Zelda game I've played, like I, I've beaten in, I've tried to beat in like a a sitting or a weekend or. Yeah, I think a little bit for this too is that you're approaching it at a point where, I mean, me, I don't know the like the majority of uh, media surrounding games has called this you know, a 10 out of 10, a masterpiece, the best game ever made, the best Zelda game, the best open world RPG. So like you're coming at it after being bombarded with that stuff. So, you know, you might be going into it, expecting it to be like fucking blown away, but have that a little bit dampened because of the, the conversation, you know, for the last two years. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Plus, I mean, you're a big shovel Knight guy and yacht club didn't like it. So, you know, Maybe, maybe that's it. Fucking nailed it. Um, that's it mike what'd you think of it yeah mike what'd you think you know i thought that it did bring a lot of great things to the table uh however um trying to think of what other lies i can say about this right now Hmm. it's it's installed on your game on your system right i do own it i i kind of forgot i owned it and like oh you know what this might be a good time for me to start playing it did you buy it at launch i think i bought it at launch yeah he's had it since the beginning I think I I think in order to walk out of that store with a switch and not feel ridiculous, I bought the game. So I am now okay. So Dom, for the last two weeks, I've been trying to figure out what we should try to get Mike to play next because I feel like Mike doesn't play a lot of games and he doesn't finish a lot of games. Yeah, he played I, and so, finished so, Control last so you year guys, and was hooked. You guys might be surprised by this, but I actually listened to last week's episode of the podcast. Oh, oh that's you'll have to refresh my memory because i honest to god don't remember what we talked about it last was, week it, it was barely us it, it talking was, mike yeah it was it was it was <laughs> it, it, it was not an episode of the past the controller podcast that's that's for sure exactly uh, <laughs> all right it was, it was a one-off mike it, it was, was jen uh, <laughs> it was jen oh people that jen I, hates, yeah. I forgot that was last week yeah what did you think we were alluding to I w- I actually forgot we did that episode. Yeah. I I wiped my memory of everything that occurred related to you at least. To me. Yeah. Um <laughs> so I've been trying to figure out what we can get Mike to play. He played in Beat Control and he was hooked to that. Mm-hmm. He got his teeth back into Persona 5, hasn't been able to get his teeth out of it so much so that he is further than me on my first playthrough in his second playthrough. Well, the the great thing is that I could just buy back my high-level personas. So, like, when I get to a boss, I'm just like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with it right now. And I just use one of them to take care of it real quick. You just blow through it. Yeah. So we need to figure out what Mike's next game is. Is it Breath of the Wild? I mean, to be fair, isn't isn't uh, Persona essentially playing a anime? It's playing a an anime... Yes, it is and very so, anime. So it isn't is that like, anime. isn't that like straight up Mike's alley? 
So well, that's the thing. So if if we're gonna try to get Mike on his next game, is it like is it playing Persona Four Golden on his Vita, which is currently broken? I guess not. Um, is your Vita still broken, Mike? I haven't revisited it. I think I tried turning it on maybe once, and it still didn't work. I was like, ah, forget it, and I just left it there. So what is the next game we can get Mike on? Because like I feel like most games that are based on animes are garbage. Mo- most are. Mike, yeah, most try the, did you try the One Piece game? I, I actually bought it and I started it and I didn't get very that far. I could bought, that might be it. That, that might be the one. The only, the only thing is that I will have to take Persona out of my PlayStation to put that game in. I mean, I guess I could do it. I already beat Persona. Like At this point, I'm just, I'm just doing a victory lap. That's yeah, true. I mean, Mike, you at this point you're you're almost done with the second playthrough. You might as well finish it and get those confidant levels. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of actually, you know what? Tokyo Mirage Sessions might not be a bad place for you to go next, Mike. Yeah, maybe. It's Persona esque. Um, but then takes... I'd also I'd have to then spend money on what is basically another fire emblem game and i just you know they they, they've gotten enough did you buy or buy a fire emblem game no but you know he bought bought super smash brothers uh, yeah i bought oh which is basically fire emblem character fire emblem plus some other characters i don't know fighters i don't know if you would like the combat in fire emblem mike do you have you played games that are like top-down strategy rpgs so like similar to persona it's just you're also moving spaces and not just picking picking uh, in like moves. nothing i can think of offhand would you want to play a game where you also have to add that strategic element of moving your pieces around the board um mike are you a big I'll... risk guy uh no because you as you, as we all know i'm very risk averse uh, mike's more of a more, more of a uh a gooey louie guy and ants in my pants if i may I'm a don't wake daddy kind of person. Uh, oh, you're a mousetrap kind of guy? Mousetrap was, no, that was too violent. I didn't care for that. Like, let the mouse live his life. Um, That's all I got for interactive uh, board games. Uh, oh, Dom, what was the name of that? The Dream Phone? Was it Dream Phone? Uh, Dream Phone was a thing, but for some reason I keep wanting to add Barbie in front of it, so I don't know if... Yeah, I think Dream Phone is Barbie, Mike. I think you're thinking of the mall one? Where you have to, like, well, buy jewels and stuff? Meh, maybe. Oh, well, yeah. What was that game called? I'm not gonna be able to pull that out. We are clearly out of our depth here. Oh, Expandable. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Every it has to get in every episode. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, does that stri- does that part of strategy added to the battle system sound like something up your alley, Mike? Um, instinctively, I say no. I could be wrong, but you know, who knows? See, the thing with Persona Five though is that, like, compared to other turn-based RPGs. Nothing is as fucking cool and stylish as Persona 5. I think... So, what I'm realizing now, at the very least, is that during my first playthrough of Persona 5, I really was just invested in the story. I just wanted to figure out where things were going. That was my main thing, I think. So we need to find out what Mike's narrative... Uh, narrative play for Mike. That's what hooked him on cr- control, I bet. The narrative. Um, also, I think possibly. so. I think that's true. I, th- I think control was also just cool to look at. 
which okay so good narrative cool to look at mm-hmm. control and persona 5 that's we figured it out that's the fucking that's mm-hmm. the that's the secret that might... so, the special sauce yep yeah maybe so so that might be the formula for a mike mike classic so that's what mike classics are okay so i i don't know what i would suggest to you then mike I mean, Breath of the Wild is gorgeous. It's like playing a painting, but I would argue that the story is very light. It's very uh, om- omniscient. That is definitely not the word you're looking for. I don't... Yeah. Does omniscient not mean like a powerful presence that you can't see? Um, I would say it's a powerful presence, but I think it's... Um... More along the lines of, hold on, because omnipresent means everywhere. Omniscient means, I think, all-knowing. Or is that omnipotent? Oh, boy. I don't know. Regardless, there is a story there, but it's, like, not in your face. And I I wouldn't, I I don't know. I I would imagine that Persona 5 and Control have bigger, more elaborate twists that Zelda never does. Yeah, maybe Majora or maybe Twilight Princess. Other than that, I I don't think I wouldn't call those like twist heavy plots. I I I own a lot of games that I should that I could pick up. Like uh, you know, maybe now I finally play Bioshock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you want narrative, that's I mean Todd would put it up there as like his top one of his top five games. I'm sure Dom, it's up there for him too somewhere. It's coming. Bioshock also coming to Switch or just Borderlands? Uh, Borderlands Collection, Bioshock Collection, and XCOM 2. There you go, Mike. Are all the games that got announced. Yeah. Wait, isn't Bioshock free on PSN, or was it free on PSN? I don't know. I'm, it may be in Game Pass, actually, though. I, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure I, I own a physical copy of the game. Yes, you're fine. Uh, the, I would say, Mike, I would say, I mean, Bioshock sounds like a good spot for you, or Tokyo Mirage Session sounds like a good spot. I mean, I would love for you to play Zelda, but it doesn't sound like it meets the meets the Mike Mike criteria that we just discovered. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Mike's never been a big Zelda guy. I feel like Mike has never been a big play a lot of games guy. Like that's true. I'm, I'm yeah. like Persona. I get. I actually am surprised he enjoyed the combat in some way to play the entire game because it is a long game and it's a lot of. It's combat. a very long game, and it's but. but Control, I'm actually surprised about on the gameplay front. I'm not surprised about on the story and aesthetic. I'm surprised on the gameplay side of things. Dude, you just run around shooting people, and then you got, like, telekinesis powers. It was dope as hell. It's like, oh, these things are running at me, and I'm going to throw a rock at you. Fallen Order next? I don't know. Dom would be a good... I probably should. I forgot I owned He probably should. Yeah, he also already started it, so... Yeah. forgot. You played both too, Dom? Did you play Control? You did. You played it and beat it, right? Correct. I have beaten both of those two games. So would you link Dom played Control on my recommendation and he beat it before you did. And you had Mike, started before. Mike, again, because you don't play and finish a lot of games and you fucking blew through Control. So that was... We, we gave it our game of the year because you blew through it, basically. That's a fact. I did buy it literally the day of the episode i yes i remember and probably beat it and probably beat it before the episode even aired i mean that's also potentially potentially true um i do need to get back to it todd's pissed because the dlc came out but it's uh, like a year playstation oh it's psm yeah Uh, what is the dlc do we know 
I didn't even know it existed until Todd like said that, and I still yeah, I didn't either. I wasn't I, sure if anybody had looked into it. I don't. I don't know what it's about. I think it's just like more story chapter or something. However, the game's broken up. Oh, I know what game I should play next. Persona Five Royal. Ugh, duh. Oh, I know what game you should play next. Uh, what's the Garfello Kart racing game? Oh, what called? Gar- Garfield Kart. Maybe. Honestly, God, cool. though, I, I do think I'm going to get Royal, if only because there's like there's like one little aspect about it that I actually want to play it for. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say this before Mike actually says it. I think Persona 5 might end up being Mike's favorite game of all time. I don't know. You, Mike, you, okay, you just finished it. You mm-hmm. immediately started a second playthrough. You're almost done with that. And now you're talking about buying the re-release version that has a few extra things in it. You yep. love this game, which I don't blame you. It's amazing. But I think this might be your favorite game of all time. I I mean, maybe. I think on paper that that's factually true. Um, Have you ever played another game like this? Like that you were doing this to? Um, not that I can think of. But again, the game, at least the first playthrough, like I said, story base second playthrough is only because i kind of wanted to date you know one of the characters and then also i just want to see what happens if i actually max myself out because the first this first playthrough it doesn't let you do everything and it's like oh i blew it by not fucking going to the red light district on this day or whatever okay and then like all right keep finish so the only reason why i want to play royal is and it's something that I can't even say to you because you're so far behind, but like there was something that occurred that I think would play out differently in Royal. And I'm like, okay, I want to play this game. From what I, I haven't dug into it because I don't want to ruin anything about the story for Persona for me, but I'm pretty sure the main addition to Royal is another semester and the other main character. Yes. Okay. So I don't know what that means in regards to the entire story. I don't know if this takes place after the events of. No, this. it's it's like a it's legitimately a retelling, but like they added two okay. other characters. And I mean, then hey, Mike, you're in the story. You're teed up now when Persona Five Scramble gets announced for the West because you can now jump into that and not have anything spoiled for you. That's true. Um, you were gonna say something dumb. Uh, probably not. Okay, uh, uh, I'll I'm, say. I will say that now there's a giant dragon and I'm being struck by lightning. And that, and that's, and that's never happened in a Zelda game. So yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, there, there's some things that, that blew me away. That was why I I feel like I'm probably not supposed to be here yet, but, but that's the beauty of the game is you find yourself in places where you're like, I don't know if I should be here yet. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, these things are, these things are like one shot killing me, and we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, I could go ah, back to Nier. I could go back to Nier, huh? Right? See, but I don't know if Nier is a gameplay game for you, though. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll say this, Mike. My suggestions off the top, just based on what you, you're saying Dragon Quest XI, I would, I, I mean, if you want the cheaper version, get it on PlayStation 4. If you want the definitive version, get it on the Switch. The Switch version has more stuff in it. And it's, I mean, for me, my playing tastes, the Switch one is, makes more sense because I can play it in my bed mm-hmm. and on TV. Um, but that game's fantastic. It has a, an amazing story. I obviously haven't finished it yet, but it's fantastic. I think that would appeal to your 
anime taste as well as your sort of similar gameplay to Persona 5 as well as a good story. Um, and I, I feel weird saying this. I mean, you'd have you actually have a have a, a, a I guess a a foundation to lay your opinion after I say what I'm going to say since you played it at PAX, but I think you might dig Final Fantasy VII. Like, it's pretty fucking anime. It's, like, really fucking anime. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I enjoyed the combat aspect of it when I was playing. Okay. All right. I Maybe I could get used to it, but I didn't it, care it for it when I played it. It grows on you. The combat when I played it at PAX is what... I was like, okay, like my interest is now peaked on this game. Like I'm, I did enjoy what I was playing, and then I got sold after the fact when everyone was talking about it, and I was like asking people, like, okay, well, you know, tell me the, the legit. Like I don't have nostalgia for this, all, blah, all that stuff. Uh, and then starting the game at my house, the combat at first feels a little weird to get used to it, but once you like get it, it flows pretty nice, and it's like really good to control three characters, and like it, it's. It's fun, but what's really pulling me along is like I don't, I never played Final Fantasy VII, and I don't know the story of Final Fantasy VII, and it's so far at least it's pretty good, and I'm like invested in these characters, and there's some like there's like some very laughably ridiculous things that like feel very anime, but they're there, and I feel like you would really appreciate them. Like there's legitimately like. I won't say names or anything in case you do end up playing it at some point, but there there is points that I've gotten to so far that like these ridiculous bosses show up that are like laughably ridiculous people, and yeah. they the the dialogue they have with you is like very anime esque, and the fight itself is like normal like gaming, and then like after you defeat the boss, it's like you don't actually kill the person. It's like a it's like an anime esque like departure from the battle i don't know it, it's i think you would enjoy the story at the bare minimum of this game and eh, maybe i just remembered now that i still did not beat spider-man so i could probably play that or oh yeah we got a sequel coming you do that's that's the word on the street Ooh. and uh i also have shadow of colossus which i've been meaning to start so i could do that okay i don't know uh, if shadow of colossus would hit you though like Oh, Dom would be yeah. able, Dom played it. Dom would be able to to take what we have learned about Mike's gaming preferences and apply yeah, it to Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, it's I mean it's it's short. There so you go. He, he might beat it in, in that sense, but it's short. Um, um. I also unrelated to like literally anything. I just found out that like my Switch memory card is basically full, so I have to make an effort to move that stuff off of the current card and into a bigger one. Have you have you already expanded your thing once? It's basically I always had things being saved directly onto the memory card. And then once I did that update, I'm like, oh, let me see if I can move things off of my internal onto the memory card. And it turns out my internal was basically empty and my memory card was basically full. Oh, so your internal is free. So you have like 30 gigs free. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not terrible um that should that should hold you over because i can't imagine you download a lot of mega gig things yeah but like i was surprised like it's something i figured out after i had downloaded uh blaze blue i was like oh this barely this barely fit Hmm, that's what she said um 
I don't I don't know I, how you could easily play it. I mean, I can let you borrow it because it does it should do backwards compatibility on Xbox. Um I would love for either one of you or both of you to play the Mass Effect trilogy cuz that story is fucking amazing. Dom, you want like Mass Effect 1 through 3, you want like good space opera? It, it's it's good shit. It's fucking real good. It'll is make it, you wish Is it is it Doctor Who good? It'll it'll make you wish that Star Wars was that good, uh, dude. So, on Star Wars, yes, Star Wars, yes. I I don't know what you're. Uh, I, I don't know, know you're all excited about. Neither do I. Um. So I finished. I read the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Okay. That is like way better than what the movie was. Is it, it the same story it or is it only? Yeah, it's the same story. It just adds pieces that the that movie story neglected, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know if it's stuff that they intended for the film or if it's like I don't, they got. I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like that's what happened with the prequels too, right? I feel like I heard that the prequel novelizations were actually like good like yeah. it, they bring you know whatever to the table that makes the story that much better so i and i don't know if it's that they're like covering their tracks like the the book was written after the film and like added the pieces that they had heard but uh, i don't know it was just like some of the stuff that was missing from the movie like was in the book Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 st- I still, you, you know, my opinion. I still enjoyed the movie. Um, it was fine. It was a fine film. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, what was I just gonna say? I was just gonna say something about that, and now I can't think. Yeah, let's see. Dom, it said, speaking of Star Wars. So then, what made you say Star Wars? Uh, oh, well, I was talking about Mass Effect, but I was going to uh, comment on something about Star Wars, and now I just completely lost whatever I was going to say about Star Wars. Um, uh, well. So, unfortunately, we're probably getting a delay on the um, Star Wars Hotel. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine so. I would imagine I would imagine it, anything that anyone's looking forward to this year, I would expect it to get delayed in some well, way. Well, that wasn't... That wasn't slated for this year. I think it was next year, maybe the year after. But um, it didn't get defunded, so luckily they w- are still planning on building it. Yeah, I mean they're 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 gonna still, I would imagine, go forward with stuff like that. Um, it was just well, yeah, well, I, I well Disney I would, did defund a bunch of stuff, so like anything major that would matter for us. Um, anything that was already being constructed for the most part, has received funding. So, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster was already being worked on. So Is that coming to Florida? Yes. Well, uh, is, it, we are getting, is it brand new, or is it something that's replacing... No, it's brand new. Going on Epcot. Epcot. Yep. Mm. And it's not replacing a ride, it's just a brand new expansion? Correct. Weird. Yep, it's got its own pavilion. What? So they're just building off of somewhere? Uh, they are building it near the gate, near the um, 
not in the world showcase like outside that yeah so like before before you even get to like test track in that area in that area yeah oh in that area okay yeah um interesting we're getting um what is it fucking called i i think we did this on the podcast before um what is the what's the name of the john c Riley planet um xandar yeah yeah xandar outpost i'm pretty sure that's what it's called I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense if they're going to add a Guardians ride that they would yep. kind of go a little bit deep on Guardians. Well, they also don't have a ton of uh, properties that they can really use. Yeah, that that also makes sense, I in guess. In Florida, so. Uh, so, this is, so this is what I was going to talk about, but this conversation actually became a better segue than just going from Star Wars to this. So <laughs> this week, I rewatched Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I rewatched Endgame... Last week, the week before. Oh, that's weird. But, Did you plan yes, on doing that, or it just kind of happened? Um, I wanted to test the 4K capability of the uh, newer TV that I set up. Did you watch it on Disney Plus? I did. Okay, so I need to ask you both a question. I don't know how much Disney Plus Mike watches, but I have HBO Go, Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, Disney Plus. Right. Probably other shit. I have no idea. I have that CBS app. I don't know why I still have it. I need to cancel it. Um, you said that every single time. I really out. fucking do. I need to cancel it. It came out of my fucking debit account like two days ago. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Anyways, I have no hiccups or issues with anything except for Disney Plus will always like fucking stutter when I'm watching something or like I'll have to like back out of it and go back into it for it to play normally. It, I don't know why it does that. Um, on Disney Plus? On just Disney Plus, nothing else. It has never happened to me. That's so I, fucking weird. I yeah. don't use Disney Plus a lot. I do recall, at the very least, early on, I had I had gone to Disney Plus, like, watched the extra features for Endgame, I think. And every few videos I watched, the sound and audio were wildly out of sync and i would have to exit out of the video and play that it back again for it to work disney plus too that happens to me on disney plus too but was that early on mike that was like really like i think that might have been one of the first few things i did on disney plus because nothing else was on i was like oh let me just watch the um extra features that apparently they didn't want upon the dvds for endgame yeah so i know early on they were having trouble with how many people were using it at the same time yeah um, they had made put some. I don't know if it's necessarily a patch, but they fixed their servers a bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I haven't had trouble since probably day two. Yeah, like I said, that's the only time I remember, and it it was really you know just for like those very short videos that I could quickly like restart again. I don't think it ever yeah. happened to me for like a full blown. Because after that, the only thing I've ever watched on it, I think was the mandalorian i think i watched empire of dreams and that's about it maybe i turned on a couple episodes of the simpsons i don't remember that issue ever happening again so it's it's definitely it definitely hitched on me the same way during some episodes of the mandalorian but uh yeah i i watched i watched infinity war on netflix because it's still on netflix and i watched endgame on disney plus because it's on disney plus and i was too lazy to get up to put in either of those blu-rays so uh yeah I don't did know. it happen it happened during 
like playthrough during the movie in not during infinity war on netflix but definitely multiple times on endgame where i had to pause it back out and go back in and play, press play again yeah i i watched it in uhd or 4k or whatever and that's why Disney I wanted Plus to ask you if you have any issues because you're streaming something that's even higher because I don't have a 4K TV, nope. so I wasn't streaming 4K. The only thing I can think of is maybe it's something to do with my PlayStation. Maybe the PlayStation app is like... Oh, possibly. Like fucked up in some way. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm watching it on a Roku TV, so I don't know. So yeah. Hmm. It, it could it could be. But, um, but so a few things that like, first of all, those movies are both amazing um i still love those movies i think they're my top one and two um i don't know which one i would put above the other because i i kind of after rewatching them again i kind of agree with dawn a little bit in that it's kind of hard to talk about them as two different movies because they kind of are this like the same story um but yeah, I feel like talking about Infinity War on its own kind of makes it garbage because it doesn't really have an ending. Yeah. Which I I don't know which one I like more if I had to pick between the two because I the the end of Infinity War is so good because of what it does and because I remember back to like seeing it in the theaters and leaving and being like fuck, like we don't know what's going to happen for a year like that. And then the end of Endgame is, like, a lot of other different types of emotions where it's, like, so much, like, fan service-y fucking amazingness on the screen, especially in the final fights. And obviously, like, some... a different type of somber tone with the way it ends. Um, Which brings me to... I don't know if this has ever been answered or if we ever even talked about it. If we did talk about it, I completely forgot about it. Do we know who that kid is at Tony's funeral? The, yeah, kid from, the, Iron Man the kid from Iron Man 3. It is that kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I noticed and rewatching... Actually, and it's actually that kid. They yeah. actually brought him back. Oh, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Um, the other thing that I noticed, which I don't know if we ever actually talked about it after, but and since you just rewatched Endgame, Dom, maybe you can weigh in here too. The conversation that Bucky and Cap have before Cap goes back to return everything made me immediately say, oh, shit, like, Bucky and Cap off-screen had a conversation where it's like, I'm not coming back. I want to give you the shield. And Bucky saying, like, go do it, and I don't want your fucking shield. Because the way they interact before he gets on the fucking platform to teleport, time travel, is, like, completely Bucky already fucking knows. And then when he's old and sitting on the fucking bench and Falcon goes up to talk to him because Bucky tells him to. Yeah. And then when he hands him the shield, Falcon looks at Bucky and Bucky's like, no, take it. Like he like nods to take it. Cause he's like, I already fucking know he's given it to you. And I already said no to it. I don't know. The way it all plays out. If you rewatch it, thinking about that, I'm like, all of this lines up where this is definitely what happened. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just going crazy or reading into it. I mean, I feel like I literally said that like the day after I saw the movie. Again, I maybe we did talk about it. I have no idea, but I feel like there was some some conversation resonating in my brain where maybe we didn't all think that's what happened, or maybe like someone 
was not on board with that idea. So I, when I watched that scene, I was like, no, he fucking definitely already told him. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely took away from, I definitely took away from the situation. At the very least, Bucky understood that when Captain America was going back in time, he had no intention of like coming right back. He was gonna, he was gonna take the long way home, so to speak. Um, I also just, for my own amusement, just assumed that there was a conversation off screen where he told Bucky, he's like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna go back. I'm staying there." I'm smashing Peggy, hundred um, percent. So when I go back, smash her until the end of the line. <laughs> this guy knows he can do this all day. Am I right? That's anyway, right. <laughs> um, and then he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna go back." Uh, when they're like, "Where am I?" Just uh, pretend like you don't see me sitting over there on that bench, because that's hundred percent me. That old man sitting on the bench right now—that is me, just hanging out. I'm going to go back, uh, just point him in that direction. Okay. Um, the other thing, which, again, I don't know if we ever figured this out or talked about it or if there's a definitive answer. Do we know how Cap is sitting on the fucking bench over there? I mean, the short answer is he would have had to just age into the present. Uh, the long answer is that does not make sense with the rules of time travel they'd already established in the movie. So, you know, yeah, yeah, but knows? I feel like at more than one point in that movie, they broke the rules that they had already established. Yeah. See, I tried, I tried to f- watch for them doing that. And I don't, I don't, unless you can give me an example, I don't, I didn't, I don't think I saw anywhere they broke the rules that they established in the movie. Okay. So I'm going to, let's see, do we have time for this? All right. I mean, it depends. I, got right all, I, can, go, I can go all day. <laughs> this guy did him. it twice. Did it twice. Um, all right. So when they establish time travel as their motive for taking care of this whole Thanos problem. Um, Mike, it's actually a time heist, so get it fucking right. Okay. I'm not going to talk to Brian anymore. I'm going to talk to, I assume, intelligent people. Um, uh, War Machine, Don Cheadle says, why don't we just go back in time and, you know, and he made the motion to basically strangle a baby Thanos. Yep. However that, that may work. Um, and Bruce Banner, the Hulk, is like, no, we can't do that because that will just create a, that, that will be your past and it'll create a new whatever. So basically going back in time to make a change will just create a new future. It wouldn't affect them all incorrect. right incorrect okay tell me more no he's he says when you go when you we he said when you time travel mm-hmm. your the place that you travel to becomes your present and the place that you left becomes your past okay so if you go and kill baby thanos that mm-hmm. doesn't change what happened in the past mm-hmm. okay so that doesn't change what happened in the past which Fine. would have been where they're coming from all right, so if what happens, if they do that, it doesn't change their past. So basically what you're saying is if Captain America goes back in time and just stays there, that shouldn't change their past or their future, would it not? So this is what I think 
this is how I think you explain the cap thing. Because mm-hmm. because it, it's so basically, let's just say Cap. Well, I won't use him because it's get it'll get way too confusing. Let's just say Ant Man goes to the past, or I mm-hmm. guess goes back in time to his right. now current present, kills Baby Thanos. Mm-hmm. In that, in his present, mm-hmm. Thanos won't exist. Yeah. So maybe the events of the Infinity War don't happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But in his past, where everyone else is still living, mm-hmm. that reality still exists. Yes. For those people. Yes. Which the way that they go around that is that mm-hmm. they're time traveling, but in like a specific way where they're going to a point in time, but because of their time GPS, they're allowed to yeah. come back to their and that is been their past. That is essentially what I was saying before, and you kind of made it weird. If he goes back in time to kill baby Thanos, when he travels back using their you know equipment, the time pad and everything, when he returns to that present that he left, Thanos is still alive. He hasn't changed anything for him. It's basically back to the future. Uh, actually, Mike, Thanos is dead because Thor chopped Thanos' head off. It's basically Back to the Future where um, when... Biff Those Tannen, boards don't work on water. <laughs> you need more power! When Biff Tannen takes the uh, sports almanac and he goes back in time, he creates like a alternate 1985 where he's rich and he's banging Lorraine or whatever. Um, and they had to go further back to prevent him from doing that. Essentially, going back in time creates an alternate timeline where your changes take effect but your present that you left from remains the same so they use the time gps to travel you know to the past but then return to their own present fine but that also means that if captain america were to go back in time the only way for him to return to that timeline would be for him to use a time pad which he did not do he was just sitting there so his only options to come back in time come back to their present would be either if he used that time pad that we just saw and i don't know when he would have the time to do that and not be seen by anybody or he had to use the time pad that existed in uh the mansion before it blew up but again that would be there'd be like a very tight window for him to use that without you know being seen or being blown up unless now maybe uh, maybe this just doesn't make any sense at all. And trying to make trying to make it make sense is why are we trying to make sense out of fucking wizards in space, um, and sw- swinging spider guys. Um, if he's using a time GPS GPS bracelet, mm-hmm. is it not possible for him to return to what would have been his past present by using that and not having to come back to the portal thing itself? I don't know, because as far as I can tell, they had. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because when they use them on the other side. So Mm -hmm. so basically, for the story's sake, every time that they come back to the, you know, the main timeline, Mm -hmm. every time they come back there, everyone comes through a time gate. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, they're just all conveniently fucking teleporting to the place they need to be. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing when when Nebula open when old bad Nebula opens the gate for Thanos to come through. He doesn't yeah. come through the fucking portal. He just comes through the fucking sky. Mm-hmm. So I don't 
again, I mean, we're we're trying to pick apart something kind of silly, I think. But I think I think maybe with the GPS, you're allowed to, I guess, kind of go wherever the fuck you want, which doesn't make any sense. It's just very convenient for storytelling, I guess. Yes, time travel is very convenient for to- storytelling because, well, actually, no, it's not because then well, you start. I was, the time you have to answer questions. Vi- the time GPS is a is a convenient MacGuffin for them to make the story work. Yes, because I mean, you can argue that the portal makes sense, but there's no portal on the other side, unless the rule is you have to come through the portal. I don't know. When there, you come back. I don't know. There must be a reason why they always had to pop back up over there. And they always popped up on it, with the exception of the spaceship, which popped up, you know, in space. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. Or maybe it did. But at Tom, the time, wasn't... Did, when when oh, she no. pulls Thanos' ship... Stones, right? When she pulls Thanos' no. ship in, does it come through the ceiling? I don't remember. Didn't, I don't think it does. Don't you have to shrink for it to work, too? Isn't that part of it? Well, no, you you don't. They shrunk the ships on their when they left because they. So basically, they shrunk their ships because. But uh, I mean, isn't part of it shrinking towards to the quantum realm because that something doesn't exist with time or whatever? Yes, that is part of it. But I think the ship shrinking the sh- the ships got double shrank because. They shrank in order to carry a ship on their hand to the planet where they go where Star-Lord is. So yes. that they can make it big to then fly it to Vormir. Mm-hmm. All right. Trying to figure this out and talk about it is a lot of brain gymnastics that I was not prepared to do. Yeah, oh, I stopped paying attention. Yeah. No, that's, you, that's a smart play. Yeah, you are correct there. Uh, the last thing I'll say before, unless you want I to was going to bring up Shrinky Dinks, but would have been a good time. Would have been a good time. Would have hit a lot of lot of inside jokes there. Um, Just the one. W- what is that Star Wars song that's notable from the prequels? Dueling of Fates. Uh, Duel of Fates. Duel, Duel of Fates. Fates or Duel of the Fates. I forget if there's a the in there somewhere, but yes, Duel and Fates are the most important parts of that. So of and of and of. So and maybe the the. the the uh, the commercial for the uh, streaming and like physical release of Rise of Skywalker featured that song, but that song never played in the movie. Correct? Nope. It played okay, in so. the uh, it played in the alternate version that we didn't get. So was the other script called Duel of Fates? Uh, I believe it. It, it had. Some sort of something of dual it had fates. Yeah. It had fates, I believe, in the title, and maybe dual, and maybe of and, and the and possibly the. Yeah. So I think it's so weird that they didn't use that script, but they used the song, which is also not in the movie. It's a good song. It is a great song. It's a fantastic song. But I just think it's so funny that like the marketing for it was that song, for a movie that was supposed to be called that. That didn't actually have that song in the movie. It's indicative of a lot of problems that the series had. I don't know. I again, I still enjoyed the current trilogy. I think I think uh, the Last Jedi is also a good film. I rewatched the Last Jedi recently. I forget when. I also watched Black Panther last week too. I've watched a lot of movies. 
that you've already seen. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't have time to watch new things, Mike. I don't have time to watch new things. I have time to watch a lot of the old things. Well, I, so I, like two weeks ago, I saw a Twitter thread that was someone sharing, which I need to find now because there's a full YouTube video with the audio, but someone had the audio recorded from their premiere night viewing. Yeah. Of what? Of Endgame. Okay. And the audio in the theater. So Infinity War, the three of us saw at Revere Thursday night. But Endgame, we did not, none of us saw it together, correct? Yeah. We saw it, we all saw it separately. I think you and I, I think you and I were in the same theater. We just were seeing in different, we were in the same movie complex, but we're in different theaters. And Dom was somewhere else entirely. I think I went to Revere, didn't I? Oh, maybe you and I saw it in Revere and Brennan was at. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that's correct. So I remember Infinity War. I don't remember a lot of people talking or being loud in the movie during Infinity War, at least on the first showing. On the second showing, there was definitely more like audience reaction, um, except for, I guess, that one guy sitting next to Dom that was like, <laughs> I guess Marvel I guess hates money. I guess they don't guess Marvel just hates money. <laughs> um, but at my showing of Endgame, like at certain moments, like, when fucking Cap gets Mjolnir or whatever, like, like moments like that, fucking people went nuts. Myself, I, I never got like loud, but like you know, I I, I felt it inside. Um, but the audio from this fucking thing is like all of those. Someone clipped it out too, so it's like all of like those moments. And there's like crazy, like uproarious, like people because of how you know amazing scenes are happening. And they're seeing it for the first time on opening night. But there's this one guy, especially during like the cap getting fucking Mjolnir thing. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Like, he's like freaking out. And it's like the it, best reaction in the world. And I was like, fuck, I need to watch Endgame this week. And I'd watched Endgame and Infinity War. That's kind of the main reason why I rewatched everything. Because I, I watched that clip and I was like, fuck, that was a good fucking movie. I mean, it, it was pretty hype. And I would say that I think, I mean, I don't really remember anymore, but I feel like when Thor shows up at the end of Infinity War, people were like, woo, I think we had like a, yeah, we got pretty noisy there. Um, But yeah, the thing about Infinity War is like, honestly, up until Infinity War, I don't think anyone ever felt real stakes. Agree? Like, you never felt like the bad person was going to win at any point. Uh, Yeah, probably. Um, you know, maybe it, it was a two. Maybe I think Ultron we knew had... it was a two-parter. Did we know? I think we knew it was a two-part because it used to be called Infinity War one and two. Yes. And yeah. We, yeah, we always knew that they, it was a two-part thing. But again, like the way that Infinity War started off is fucking. He kills, uh, Heimdall, and then he kills Loki. So like off the bat, it's like okay, people are dying. Like they're not fucking around. So yeah. like. From that point forward, I felt like anyone could die next. Like, mm-hmm. anyone could die at that point. And then at the end of the movie, like, as it's wrapping up, you're like, okay, like, I'm... Con- at least this is my process. I'm confused. Thanos is, like, clearly winning. He's got all the stones now. Like, nothing can stop him. Like, he's going to win. And then... Well, he doesn't have all the stones yet. He still needs the Mind Stone. And then, like, it looks like fucking Scarlet Witch is about to, like, stop him from doing that. And in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. This is how... 
this is how they have a second movie because they need to now figure out how to get a new mind stone. And then, nope, fucking pull time back. I'm just going to pull it out of his fucking head. And then he leaves. Well, it doesn't leave yet. And then Thor comes fucking crashing out. I'm like, okay, cool. This is how we get a second part. Thor takes the gauntlet somehow or kills Thanos or whatever. And then, nope, fucking bounces. He stabs him in the chest. Should have went for the head. Should have went for the head. What else we all should learn? I'm not going to lie. Thanos has amazing lines in both movies. Like, so good. Especially rewatching both of them. I'm like, he has so many good lines. Uh, the banter between Doctor Strange and Iron Man in Infinity War is so good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, like, jazzed up. I fucking loved both of those movies. They were good films. Yep. They, they, were, they were enjoyable. Moneymakers. Moneymakers. Blister. When Avatar 2 comes out, Mike, seal it. Yeah, seal. That's, it's a wrap. One billion in the box office in the B- first billion, hour. Billion on fucking, yeah, I was going to say day one, but you beat me with first hour. First hour, everyone's be, buying so many tickets. Mike, they're going to be building movie theaters just for Avatar 2. And then they're going to close them when it's done. Yeah. That's it. I, it that's the pinnacle of movie cinema. Like, it's that's it. Like, how do you top that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Avatar 3, Avatar 4, Avatar 5. Cameron's got Wait a second. Wait a second. It, Avatar 3D. Ooh, dumb. Don't make me. Don't give me flashbacks to 2009. Is that Pirates of the Caribbean 3D or something? <laughs> what is no, that was when. That was when. That's when Avatar came out. Came wasn't out. It? Oh. Yeah, came out, and it was in 3D. That was at the big yeah. selling point. They're gonna but, build special. They're gonna build 5D for Avatar 3. Yeah, you're going to be able to, uh, I don't know. You'll actually be able to travel through time. No, you're, yeah. you're going to be able to become a nav. Well, there's no, there's no time travel in that one. Well, no. I mean, like, you'll be able to travel through time by virtue of a 5D movie experience. Uh, oh, okay. The and fifth dimension what? is time. The fourth dimension, as we all know, is smell. And, uh, no, the fifth dimension is uh, the Age of Aquarius, isn't it? Uh, Yes. I guess the the other thing I will say too is like we should explain the song is sung by the group. Yes, I I assume there was some sort of correlation. I figured at least Mike knew what I was talking about. Yeah. If no one if no one else listening (laughs) did, then I was fine with it. I had I had a feeling there was some sort of uh, correlation underneath that Mike would have understood, which is why I just glaze over it uh but the other thing i'll say is that a lot of the things thanos says especially in infinity war it's like if you apply him to current day as covid19 it is kind of weird some of the correlations that are there i suppose if you look through it with that lens on the things he says it's like okay i get it I don't Brennan's know. Mike. just long walk to say I agree with Thanos. <laughs> That's like me saying I I agree with cor- coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right, we we successfully did it, Mike. It took two weeks to do it. The Gen episode and this one, but you passing controller is done now. We did it. Broke it. All right, I think we should wrap things up since we're Good. running late over this. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 193. If you're a friend of the show, if you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to passthecontroller.threadless.com and buying yourself some swag, going to patreon.com slash passthecontroller and becoming a patron, or just sharing us on social media, following us on social media, and letting someone know about the show, leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't listen on Apple. It's a great way to help support the show. As always, you can find all of our content at passcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at passcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you uh, if you want to keep in touch with me, find me. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore mycopath and Dom. I think Dom's got a little something special to plug. Yeah, but I don't even remember what it's called. So PTC what, one little it, spark. Yeah, there it is. When it's up and running, I'll uh, I'll plug it more often. Yeah, Dom's working on some some more centralized Disney content. So when that is in full swing, you can expect uh, more Disney content. Yeah, when I'm done being essential. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, unless you guys get anything else you want to add add to the outro here, we can we can wrap things up on episode 193 of the Past Control Podcast. Uh, this episode is sponsored by our good friends at. Uh... I don't fucking know. I wasn't listening. Oh yeah. Good night, Fatty. There it they is. do. They do. They did sponsor this episode, but I forgot. So. Great job. That's that's where we're at. It's alright. I'll play. I'll play Call of Duty with Eric later, and it will be fine. All right. Um. Cool. All right. Until next time. Stay home. Stay safe. <laughs> yep. Zip it up and zip it out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>